This week's episode of Legends of Gotham is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash Gotham. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that link is audibletrial.com slash Gotham. What's your name? My name's Bruce Wayne. My man came out of the shadows. There is something you can do now. You can be strong. However dark and scary the world might be right now, there will be light. There will be light. Brooks. There's a war coming. A terrible war. There will be chaos. Rivers of blood in the streets. Welcome to Legends of Gotham, where we talk about Fox's new series, Gotham, set in the world of Batman. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And this is our second episode, finally. <laughs> it, it, it was, I, I think we both got caught in some sort of weird bat time vortex. There was definitely a time vortex. <laughs> no, we just had a really crazy June, I think. June was More evil. Or less. June felt mm-hmm. like there was chaos. Yes, there was chaos. There was rivers of blood in the streets. Not quite rivers of blood. <laughs> but yeah, it, it took us a while to get back to it. And, you know, since the show hasn't started yet... There wasn't too much to talk it, about. It, if there's something go- crazy going on in my life or your life, that it's like, well, we'll Gotham's just, not on yet. Yeah. So, I mean, no. we're just banking episodes for people to listen to while they get excited, you know, in the fall. <laughs> but uh, th- there was actually a ton of news. We've been banking all the news since May or so. In chronological order, even. <laughs> yes, in chronological order. So, uh, you know... <laughs> Uh, casting announcements and reveals will be, come to you in order so they'll all make sense. Well, you know how sometimes, <laughs> you know, they'll reveal something and then like a month later they like say something mm-hmm. that's kind of like, nope, just kidding. I really There's hope we're moving that. through the stories and we're like, and this person was cast as a mis- mystery character and then by the end we find out who the mystery <laughs> character is. That's kind of is. fun though, isn't it? I hope so. I, I hope that works out. I think. For us. I don't today. really know. We'll find out. There wasn't much casting. Yeah, so I guess uh, yeah, yeah, we we didn't uh, we haven't got around to doing one of our our watch throughs of a classic Batman story yet, but I would anticipate that happening sooner rather than later. I, I maybe uh, after we do our big Comic Con episode because there's going to be a big Gotham presence at Comic Con and maybe a trailer to review or a pilot rather to review um, after Comic Con and everything. Hopefully, we'll be able to. Uh, you know, I uh, get back on here, have another episode, and then after that, once we have our footing with the show, we'll be able to go in and, uh, y- you know, do a full episode covering a Bat movie of some type. Yeah, but actually, we'll probably end up doing Batman Year One first because it's the most related to Gotham. And as uh, Bobby from Bradenton remind- reminded us uh, in the listener feedback, uh, Ben McKenzie actually actually voiced Batman. In and, that, in that, and, so yeah, so that and now would he's Gordon, sense. so that's a little odd. I know it'd be funny if uh, Brian Cranston, who voiced Gordon in that, was voicing Bat- Batman or something. No, no, I don't know, but I guess we'll go ahead <laughs> and get into the news. Uh, normally, uh, you, uh, if you guys don't remember from the last, <laughs> we're finding our footing here, folks. It's okay. Work with us, work with us. No, but uh, if you if you've ever listened to our other podcast, greetings from Storybrook, we do something called a spoiler party. We weren't sure what to call it for Gotham, but uh, basically. 
I, yeah, they're spoilers. I, and spoilers especially, previews, really, for this one. There, there's a big uh, kind of full, fully featured, spoiler-filled review of the pilot that we're going to be talking about. But we'll save that till the end. So, you know, don't worry about it. It, it gets progressively more spoilery. So if we hit right. one you're uncomfortable with... You should just, stop. Yeah, bug out and come back for the Comic-Con episode. <laughs> <laughs> but the Comic-Con episode more than likely will be pretty spoilery. Okay, but first uh, we started off with uh, Entertainment Weekly uh, did an interview uh, with uh, Bruno Heller, the showrunner for Gotham. And uh, something that that really kind of uh, – well, we, we've known this was going to be, be a procedural mm-hmm. as much as it is a show set in the Batman universe. But uh, he, he says that it's definitely – there's a procedural framework for it. But the world of Gotham is too big and operatic and complex for – uh, to do it any other way but serialized. Basically, it's going to be a serialized show mm-hmm. where, you know, character arcs build over the course of several right. episodes instead of being a one-off like Law & Order. Yeah, you really couldn't it's, have It's one-offs. two characters solving a different crime completely unrelated to everything else. It's going to be tied always, together. Because, you know, what? You, you don't watch SVU. There are overarching. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, not as And heavily. actually, that's a crossover with this. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and he also says that uh, as far as villains, we're going to get, obviously, the Penguin, Riddler, Young Catwoman, Alfred. Uh, Alfred? Alfred. <laughs> Alfred uh, or Alfred. Alfred uh, possibly Harvey Dent and uh, Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. And um, there will be others. Uh, and then he kind of hems and haws a little bit. But I think we have uh, the, the next story. Yeah. Why don't we go ahead and move on to the next story where we kind of get uh, the beginnings of a hint and maybe a further hint be- uh, down in the more spoilery section. Okay. Basically. Um, and the- this comes from Bleeding Cool. This comes from Bleeding Cool. The next article is the Joker will be coming to Gotham <laughs> and they're already leaving uh, marketing materials throughout the mm-hmm. show. So um, if you look through it, they you know talk about where they mention it and um, yeah, how there's basically pictures. in the background of the promo pic, right. there, there's a deck of the playing Joker cards casino. with the Joker, right. Joker card right front and center. Um, and also, is it this article? No, it's another article. It was actually in the uh, in the previous interview. Uh, Bruno Heller also said that uh, someone asked about the Killing Joke and if they'll be bringing the Joker, and he said he's the crown jewel of Batman villains. Right. He will be brought in with great care and a lot of thought. I now I, they, there are some more exact hints as to how exactly he's going to be brought in, but we'll save those for a little where they pop up. Yeah, a yeah. little later down. Okay, uh, next up we have uh, j- just some general uh, cast photos. Some casting photos. Nothing too, you know, out of the ordinary or shocking. From May 12th. <laughs> From May 12th. So you might have already seen these. You've probably seen them. It's been two months. Um, yeah, but we have uh, young Selena Kyle, uh, which I'm really loving her look. That's what I was actually just going to say. I'm really excited for her. Mm-hmm. And as we go further, like the interviews with her sh- for being 13. Yeah. She's really good. And well, not having an acting background. She's French or something, isn't she? Um, They're all smart than American kids over there. But she's a dancer. Oh, is she? Her background is in dance. Oh, that's interesting. So... Well, that makes sense, though, with, with her being Catwoman right. and everything. You kind of have to be because at some point you're going to be in a leotard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a really <laughs> tight leotard. I, I, I really like her costume, though. It's it's a right. good combination of... And you're probably not familiar with this, but people out there know what I'm talking about. The Darwin Cook version mm-hmm. of the costume I with the that. goggles. And uh, then it also kind of has a... You know, like the the leather jacket and the pouches and stuff like that, which is actually very similar to – we don't have this in our story notes, but they re- revealed a new Batgirl design this week. Mm. They kind of really struck me as the Catwoman design oh, really? they have here, which I thought was interesting. So, so me and my non-Batman-centric views, I was like, oh, 
huh. It's sort of like steampunk golf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's sort of like, well, obviously the goggles scream steampunk no matter any time you see them. But then, mm-hmm. you know, she has like the the bracelets with the studs and she's got like the netting mm-hmm. wrist things. I don't even know what those are really called because they're not gloves. Yeah. Your fingers aren't covered. But so there's that's what I was thinking. Yeah. And about. then you have Bruce Wayne looking like a little dweeb. Oh, poor Bruce Wayne. Uh, Captain Sarah Essen, who as uh, comic fans will know, will end up being Gordon's. Lovely lady, uh, mother of Batgirl in some versions of it, and then we get Gordon, which we've all seen him before. Bullock, mm-hmm. we've seen him already. Uh, let's see here. Um, this one doesn't have a label, so no, I don't know. She does have a label? Hold on. She, it yeah. didn't have a label, and then we got uh, Jaded Pink and no, Smith. No, I want to talk about the one with the, <laughs> the label. We'll go ahead and find it. I'm, going, I'm trying to find it. Hold on. And, and Penguin looks pretty good here. It, it does look like he has something weird going on with his nose. Like they, they have it's some a sort pros- of makeup. They have, they have a prosthetic or something on it because, again, in, in an interview with him, mm. it's not nearly that Yeah, hooky. that doesn't come as clear through in some of the... Uh, the videos I've seen of him, but in really? the picture, it really does. And Alfred, of course, I, I from what I hear, he's supposed to be a bit more uh, secret service, secret agent Alfred nice. than prim proper. Here's yeah, your tea. Exactly. Sorry, exactly. my computer's being slow while I'm trying to find her. Oh no, it's okay. And uh, we also uh, we're going to have uh, Montoya and Crispus Allen, and mm-hmm. you know, go- mm-hmm. all the Gotham Central stuff, which is really really cool. Okay, Aaron Richards as Barbara Keen. That's who it was that you Barbara Teen? Keen, K E A N, Keen. K K E A N. K E A N? Yes. Mm, and she, okay, this is sort of, you know, pulling our worlds together. She looks a lot like Emma Swan. She does from Once Upon a Time. Like for in sure. every way, shape, and form, like the way she's standing, the way they have her costume. And you're sure that's not Kane? Uh, I'm look. I'm okay. K E A N. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I, it, just because I, I thought I had remembered something about Betty Kane it, was going to be in this. But this is a Barbara. Oh, this is true. This is very true. <laughs> it's not a Betty. And uh, something, you know, since we're Batman related, that mm-hmm. we we would be horrible not to at least mention since our last episode. <gasps> no, 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 no. Sorry. The Batfleck. Bat <laughs> the first official <laughs> Batfleck picture came out. It's black and white. I've seen some good colorizations of it and everything, but it's just basically him in black and white standing in front of the Batmobile. You've probably seen this. A if not, times. Uh, the link will be in our show notes at legendsofgotham.com. But it, it looks good. What do you think? I'm excited. When does, when does Batfleck come out? Uh, not until 2016. That's inappropriate. But then they're coming right away with, uh, I think, uh, Wonder Woman too. and Justice League. Like, uh, they're coming, like, right out within the same year, I think. Well, let's see. By 2017, mm-hmm. my kid, who's obsessed with Wonder Woman, will be able to actually go sit through something like that. <laughs> this is true. So that would be cool. True. No, but he looks really good. A, a, a little bulky. Uh, yeah. But uh, he, he's supposed to be the uh, Dark Knight Returns version, which is a little bulky. bulky I never actually anyway. saw Dark Knight Returns. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Which well, is sad because you're, it's you're in thinking Pittsburgh. of uh, no. You're thinking of Dark Knight Rises. Oh dear! Which goodness. is the Nolan movie? Dark Knight Returns is the comic book where a retired Batman comes back. Okay, I'm tossing him headphones on this. Okay, here, hold on. I'll... No, no, I don't need to see it. I trust you. No, I'm just going to show you the Batman costume from Dark Knight Returns. I remember Why we does have. Why always have to be the Dark? 
we have we have to learn or we have to teach we have to learn Anne Marie some stuff. No. <laughs> I've got to learn me some things. No, we have to teach Anne Marie some Batman history here. But this is the Dark Knight Returns Batman. Oh, so it's Batman on steroids. Yeah, well, he's he's just super big and bulky. Here yeah, exactly. he is from the animated movie we'll be he watching. He has quite the chin. Yes, a and, very square chin. And that's as much a Frank Miller thing as it anything because there there's the old and young version. I think. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, Batfleck looks very, very good. Uh, okay, uh, next up, I guess we'll go ahead and take a look at the uh, first look for look. Gotham. Uh, now, what we're going to do here, last time we just played it on loop in the background while commenting over it. I think what we'll do here is we'll play through it and we'll stop it when we want to talk about something. Okay, that's fair. So we'll go ahead and play through it now. Listen, kid, you seem like a nice guy, but this is not a city or a job for nice guys. That was Bullock talking there, by the way, who uh, also uh, Donald uh, Logue, mm-hmm. who plays Bullock, uh, tweeted back tweeted and forth us. to us a little bit. He, he said that uh, the, the boss man isn't letting them talk about the show until it starts, until it comes out. But he seemed open to maybe a, an, interview an interview or something, which yes, would be cool. So maybe I should actually learn my Batman. Okay, we'll get back to Catwoman jumping over Meow. this ledge here. Gotham is a story about the origins of the great DC supervillains. We'll be seeing how they came to be. Catwoman. I like how he frames that, that Gotham's about the origin of the villains. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's it's been framed very much as a Commissioner Gordon story I and think, Commissioner yeah. Gordon interacting with Bruce Wayne. But it, that seems that's in a couple of in. these videos, mm-hmm. it seems like that's going to be the main focus, which is really cool. I know, yeah, I'm really – because all – all of these uh, villains are really cool looking. Oh, definitely, and they they did really good with the designs without you know small villaizing them and yeah. stuff too. So they're, they're not poppy and preppy. We'll continue. The Riddler, on. Poison Ivy, the Penguin. What made the Joker the Joker? How did Scarecrow become the Scarecrow? Why did the city get? That really makes it sound like the Joker <laughs> becoming this season. Oh, he pretty much in another one of these videos, he's mm. basically like, "You don't want to miss an episode because you're gonna probably miss the first sight." Because of the Joker is gonna become the main character two episodes in. Okay. Probably in such a state that they needed a masked vigilante to save it. <laughs> Our hero is James Gordon, played by Ben McKenzie. When we join the show, he's only been two weeks on the job as a detective. I think what's cool about this take on Gotham is that you're seeing James in a way that you've never really seen him before. Tell Mooney I'm here. May I ask why? Without a mustache. Well, he's young. No. Yeah. Is I it, never really liked the mustache. I, I, I'm still uh, supporting the fan theory that, that this show is the origin story for his mustache. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be there. He's partnered with Harvey Bullock, played by Donald Logue, who is corrupt, a little violent, a little scary. He knows how to get things done in this town. It's not always by the book. Hey! How you doing? this show is about is the relationship between young Gordon and young Bruce Wayne and how the two of them became friends, how they became allies. The show starts with the murder of Bruce Wayne's parents. I promise you, however dark and scary the world might be right now, there will be light. The murder of the Waynes is the metaphorical breakpoint that plunges Gotham along a downward spiral that will ultimately manifest in people putting on costumes and going out and seeking vengeance or justice. 
It, it, that really encourages me, actually, just because uh, some, something that's really grown up in the Batman mythos and the comics over the years mm-hmm. is the effect, the positive effect that Thomas Wayne had on Gotham City mm-hmm. and how not only was it tragic in the life of Bruce Wayne that he was killed, but it – In the whole city. Yeah. It, it hurt the city in a really bad way. It allowed various crime families like the Falcons to rise to power and everything. So I, I, it, every, everything they say, they're saying in this mm-hmm. and in everything – else i've read it sounds like they they're very much being respectful of the comics and the mythology right. that's you built have up around to. the character this, with this classic of a story mm-hmm. granted i don't know it in and out like everyone else who's going to be watching this yeah um you have to because you know that's you're going to lose your complete audience if you veer completely away oh yeah I definitely think. definitely just me Within the reality of Gotham, there's a license to go anywhere. Every week there will be a new dark alleyway to go down. There will be a new villain who may be a famous villain or may not. You do not want to miss an episode because you may miss meeting the Joker for the first time. You see people transform. Yeah, they're very hard teasing. They're hard teasing, but they're not showing anything. And I don't think they will. I think that's one that's just going to, you know, this isn't Although we might have some pictures a little later later in the episode. I'll just tease that. Yes, that's true. ...themselves into these larger-than-life characters that were also solving the puzzle of how they came to be. Robin Taylor, who will be playing Penguin, he's going to bring a whole new dimension to seeing what will ultimately become this kind of legendary villain. One of the roles... Yeah, and it seems like the penguin's almost going to be like one of the co- like one of the main. Oh yeah, he's people. the main person. Like he's he's not going to be the freak of the week. He's going to be the kind of through line villain. Yeah, I think along with Jada Pinkett Smith's character. Right. Well, she work. He works for her. Yeah. 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 So. That we've created specifically for this show is a character called Fish Moon, played by Jada Pinkett Smith. She's scary, sexy, dangerous, tough, and cunning. Fish does not have a lot of patience for Gordon. <laughs> You have a little danger in your eye. I wonder what you plan to do with that. You'll have to wait and see. I hate surprises. This is a world that I love. So to me, it's a role of a lifetime. I can't wait for people to see this. We're going to make something pretty special. It is a good old-fashioned cop show. A lot of running on dangerous, vivid world imaginable. This is not a comic book world. This is a real world. I almost want to – they show a guy in a hood, mm. like a black hood. I almost want to say that looked like uh, maybe uh, Professor Pig or something from the yep, Batman you're way comics. out of my world on that one. Um, like Pig, uh, spelled P-Y-G for Pygmalion. Mm. He, uh, he turns people into living dolls that conform to his idea of beauty. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a Grant Morrison character. Yeah, shocking. <laughs> Titan. It's a mythic world. It's a dramatic world for but he also oh, has that a pig face. color and Stop. sex. That was stop on sex. Um, that was one of my favorite quotes. Is how he said, "This is not a comic book world. This is the real world escalated." Mm-hmm. That was one that coming from not being a comic book person is actually really exciting to me because I don't yeah. want to be lost mm-hmm. the entire time. Granted, you know I have a, you know a personal tutor, but <laughs> and all of the internet to teach me, but. Yeah. It's hard for me to sit down and focus on a lot of comic book stuff because I'm just like, what is going mm. on? So <laughs> yeah, that it, encourages me that it's a you know, it's it's the real world except uh, there's someone who can talk to plants and right. uh, though she know. looks twelve, is she really that young? I uh, every well, picture I mean, we've seen of her, she's she, I mean, she's always around the same age Bruce is. 
Oh, so, okay. Well, I didn't know again things I didn't know. Well, it's kind of hard to tell in comics because everyone looks like they're late twenties, early thirties. Yeah, even pretty, if pretty much across the board. So it's kind of hard to say. Okay. But I, I've always taken them to be about the same age. Okay. It's a mythic world. It's a dramatic world full of adventure and color and sex and violence and fun. How you doing? Better. better. There's a war coming, a terrible war. There will, there will be chaos, rivers of blood in the streets. Sometimes you gotta do a bad thing to do good. Okay, yeah. and that's what they're bill. <laughs> That's uh, what they're going. <laughs> that's the mood they're going for. <laughs> Techno Bill, that's what we're going for. Ha-boom, boom. And then they, they like a, you can't hear it on the podcast, obviously, but it said before there was Batman, there was Gotham. Dun, dun, dun. No, but a really good uh, three-minute first look that came out May 13th, so you might have already seen it. <laughs> I'm sure, if you haven't already seen it and you're into this, what? Okay, and uh, then we had uh, some interviews with uh, actually young Bruce and young Selena. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had some stuff you wanted to point out on this. Right? Um, this was was this the one that was kind of loosey goosey? Mm-hmm. Um, basically, um, Selena says um, that Catwoman doesn't really steal to be malicious; she's stealing to survive. She's her mm-hmm. character is just trying to get by because again, she's like a thirteen year old chick. Yeah. Um, so she's not trying to do anything bad. It just has to happen mm-hmm. so she can eat. Yeah, and that's always been pretty common in the character anyway. Even even back in the old Adam West days, I uh, like she she was uh yeah, she was a villain. She was a uh, well, obviously she doesn't have one cuz she gets a wax, but a mustache twirling uh villain <laughs> she sort gets of gets a wax. She <laughs> but, doesn't uh, have it yet. You know, she she was that, but there was always the possibility of redemption because of her love for Batman. Right. And uh you know, in more modern interpretations, it's either been she's been homeless and needed to, to survive or in I think in year 1 she's a prostitute. Mm. And, uh, you know, she she does the big heist to try and get out of that life, that sort right. of thing. So, you know, there, there's always a, a chance for redemption in her character. So I'm yeah, glad that, I, that's translating here even in a young version. Yeah, in the young version. You could definitely see that, mm-hmm. you know, and they both – I think they were interviewing them together. So, you know, they see that in each other. Mm-hmm. And when they were interviewing um, – uh, what's his name? The first, the kid's first name, the boy. We'll just call him Bruce. Okay. When we interviewed Bruce, um, <laughs> he's basically like, um, what 13 year old doesn't want to be Batman? And the interviewer is like, it doesn't end at 13. <laughs> I was like, that's good. Yeah. And uh, as far as uh, playing Bruce Wayne, he says it's going to be challenging and it's going to be cool also because, you know, by the end of the show, which will, will run for six or seven seasons, fingers crossed. But by the end, I will, I have to have the same emotional strength as Batman. So it's going to be a challenge and it's going to be cool. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, th- I think, uh, especially considering, you know, a lot of times when younger actors are on shows, people complain that they're aging. I think it's going to be really Perfect. cool to see him age because the more he ages, the closer he gets to being the Bruce Wayne. We all know. Yeah. Although I kind of wonder how they're going to handle his training. Cause I know like in most versions of the story from, it's a sliding scale, but anywhere from 13 to 16 or 17, mm-hmm. up into his 30s, he was traveling the world, studying with grandmasters of martial arts, uh, detection, all that sort of stuff. So I wonder how they're going to try and factor that in here. I think they will. Like, maybe he'll just be missing for one episode because he's off in Tibet studying yeah, with, with the Al- League of Shadows. Alfred will take him. <laughs> like, okay, young master. Well, considering that they're finally 
for one of the first times they're going to be focusing on Alfred's background as, you know, a, a bit of a bad a, a secret agent mm-hmm. uh, sort of thing. Maybe, maybe he'll handle most of Bruce's training, which would be cool. That would be cool. And that's going to keep him local. Mm-hmm. Maybe he brings people in sort of like, hey, you know, I knew this Tibetan, you know, Kung Fu fighter guy. Oh, yeah, that could be true. And Expe- be like, since he's been a secret agent, he has he has he's the got the connections inside knowledge. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Uh, next up, uh, we there was an interview with uh, Ben McKenzie, who, if you didn't know, is playing James Gordon. And uh, one thing I wanted to point out—I don't know if, uh, if you wanted to find something to point out too in this—but uh, he talked a bit of, about preparing for the role. And this is another thing as a comic fan that made me very, very happy. Oh, I liked that. Uh, oh. He says he went to lunch with a uh, DC Comics chief creative o- officer, Jeff Johns, and asked, "What do I need to know? I'm familiar with Batman and Gordon, but what's my responsibility here?" Uh, he gave me. Gotham Central, uh, which, you know, uh, one of the best series of the 2000s, mm. bar none, and said two things. The origin story of Gordon hasn't been fully expo- explored before. As central as he is, Gordon has never been the focus. And second, you can't worry about that. <laughs> we hired you to play and to make this character fresh. And he said it without provocation. That coming, that coming from the guy who's so well versed in this, saying to make it your own, it was a real pat on the shoulder. And yeah, that makes yeah. me really happy too. That I mean, Gordon's origin story has been explored in several different ways, but never focused on. Right. You know, it's always been in service of something else, like Batman Year One, really good Gordon origin story, but it's really more of a Batman origin story. Right. I uh, the movie focuses in even more tightly on gordon mm. uh, which we'll be seeing when we watch it gotcha. but uh yeah yeah really really uh good good to hear that one he he's talking with the right people like really mm. smart guys who know the dc universe well like jeff johns and that he's been giving kind of the leeway to maybe define gordon for the next generation right which sort of goes along with um one of my favorite quotes that was that this is not batman from the 50s kind of show with moral duality in black and white in this world everybody's gray mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is I don't know. It's kind of cool. I I mean, it's sort of normal, but in the 50s versions, you know, bam, pow, it wasn't. And I I mean, depending on who you are and depending on the story being told, that can be a good or bad thing. Right. But considering it's Gotham City and that's kind of the point of Gotham City, and like they were saying in the the first look video, Mm. why does this city need someone to dress up like a bat to protect it? It's because people are so morally gray that mm-hmm. there aren't any good guys anymore. By right. the time by the time Bruce puts on the cow, there won't be. Right. You know, except for Gordon. Like right. uh, that's kind of you know when Batman first shows up, that's kind of the trifecta. It's generally uh, Gordon, Batman, and Harvey Dent fighting to the only good guys in Ga- Gotham fighting to save it. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting. But yeah, it, and again, if you want to read these full interviews, uh, we're going to have a big list of links in our show notes at legendsofgotham.com. I almost said the other way. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Okay, uh, here we're going to take a break. Uh, we're going to, we, let's see, what do we have coming up here? We have a couple more trailers, some Comic-Con announcements. Casting. And the big pilot review from Bleeding Cool, oh, yeah, which we'll too. be touching on in a couple minutes. But first, uh, we'd like to thank uh, Audible for sponsoring this week's episode of Legends of Gotham. Uh, and, and Audible's offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Now, if you're not familiar with Audible, it's a service uh, where you can go, you can sign up for a membership and every month you get a credit that you, you pay can for use credit, yeah you, you pay for a credit that you can use to download an audio the audiobook book. of your choice it can mm-hmm. be a six hour little 
I, well, radio six hours plays, isn't terribly little. But I mean, like, it can be a six-hour collection of radio plays of right. Batman back in the 40s. True. Or it can be the novelization of The Dark Knight. Right. You know, it's like 20 hours or something. I And there's tons and tons of stuff to, to choose from, as well as some bat, very specific Batman-related stuff, which I'm holding off on recommending. Because, yeah. Because uh, we, we'll probably wait until closer to the season. Or during the season. Yeah, during the season to right. recommend those. But we always like to recommend a couple of titles for you to get started with your sure. uh, free trial. Amory, what's your pick this week? My, tra- or my recommendation has absolutely positively nothing to do with Batman. It's Fair just enough. a book that I enjoy. Deal with it. I like chit- Chick Lit. Well, it's fine. Your function in the po- podcast is to have absolutely nothing to do with Batman. Which is good because <laughs> so. I really, um, I'm coming in blind here. Um, but the book I'm recommending is The One and Only by Emily Giffen. Mm-hmm. It's a football love story, classic Texas mm-hmm. goodness. I don't know. I enjoyed it. I couldn't stop listening to it. I don't – very rarely can I listen to a, um, a audiobook while I'm working and mm-hmm. still function. Yeah. And it was really good. I was able to still focus on both my work and my audiobook. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, sometimes it's hard because you just – need to focus but it's just fluffy enough to where you don't don't lose the plot right kind of thing right so that that's my my recommendation and uh, as for my recommendation this week since we last recorded an episode i came out with another (laughs) of of my dog boy books out on audible it's Mm -hmm. dog boy den of thieves and basically it's the origin story of dog boy how his parents died how he came to cult city and how he joined up with the rascally guild of thieves (laughs) the rascally guild of thieves in the subway (laughs) under cult of city it's a bit more dark and disturbing than that but it's it's fun it's 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 a lot of fun and uh so that one's up there now narrated by nathan Beatty. really good listen dog boy den of thieves by me bill meeks and uh, one of our uh, greetings from Storybrooke listeners, uh, when she went to sign up for this, she said uh, when she we talked about how easy it was to try on the last podcast, she decided to try it, and we were right. It was very quick and simple. LOL. I, I always have to say the LOL. Why? You can't just laugh. Go, ha, ha, ha. But uh, we want you to get an opportunity to check Absolutely. out uh, an audiobook it. on your mobile device, uh, your car stereo. You can put an audio audible book just about Pretty anywhere. Pretty much anywhere, yeah. Uh, so to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash Gotham. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash Gotham for your free audiobook. Ooh, ooh. Go ahead. I thought of another point, too. Okay. Um, if you have... If you're reading a book on a Kindle mm-hmm. and you download the audiobook, they sync. Yes, it's the called Whisper, Whisper sync. sync. Yes. Yeah, it's a really handy feature. Actually, Dog Boy Den of Thieves supports exactly. Whisper Sync. So you, you have to buy both copies. But still. But if you have if both you have copies, credit, you can go back and forth. Like you can listen on your commute mm-hmm. and then you can pick up your Kindle when, when you, you get, get home, home and keep reading, which is really nice. Exactly. So again, that's audibletrial.com slash Gotham for your free audiobook with WhisperSync. And we want to thank Audible again for sponsoring this week's episode of Legends from Gotham. <gasps> thank you, Audible. Okay. Next up, another trailer. I like this one. This is the villains trailer. So, it's all about the eyes. Uh, let's check it out. Looking into the eyes of a criminal, you have to ask, how will a little girl, a low-level thug, a businesswoman, become the most dangerous villains around? Simple answer. They all got their start in this city, and it's up to us to stop them. Yeah, Gordon narrating there, and Mm -hmm. not too much in the way of 
footage that we didn't already see in that first one. No, but it's still cool. Yeah, there. Well, I mean, there. I guess for every villain character, there's a big like panning back shot, kind of like a a moving right. promotional <laughs> still, mm-hmm. almost for them, and it all starts like very focused on, on the, the eyes. eyes. But very cool, very creepy, and re- need a voiceover from yeah. Jimmy Gordon too. I'm gonna start calling calling him Jimmy Gordon. Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy Gordon. All right, and uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah, we have a couple more videos here. Yeah, this one was pretty quick and poppy. Hey guys, what's up? Tiffany Smith here in New York City, a.k.a. Gotham, because we're going to chat with the cast from Fox's brand new show. Okay, so now that I have the two of you guys here together, what is Bruce and Selena's relationship like on the show? So far, we haven't met each other yet. I mean, you're watching me like a creep... But um, later on, I- yeah, they had a they showed a Catwoman on the gates outside Wayne Manor looking yeah. at Bruce up in the window. That, that seems to be one of like the most common things you've seen so far. Is basically she's stalking him. Yeah, that's fair. She's though. like, look, I have no money and live on the streets. You would live in a giant. Here's mansion. this freshly orphaned kid yeah. with a bunch of stuff I can steal in his house. Exactly, yeah. and that's probably where it all starts. Mm. But they're so cute. Oh, definitely. I do know that. I will get close to him and James Gordon because I know some information that they don't. The main departure, if you want to call it, from the mythology of the comics is that James and Harvey are assigned the case of the Wayne murders. That relationship Well, that's between not really James- too much of a change because, I mean, usually the cop who comforts Bruce on the night of his parents' murder is James Gordon. Oh, maybe, maybe he's talking just because it's Harvey yeah. or maybe he just wasn't aware of that aspect of it. Maybe. I don't know. I lost a little faith there, Ben McKenzie. James and Bruce is the underpinning of the entire show. What is his relationship going to be like with Gordon? With Gordon, they're in it together. I mean, I feel like in a strange way, even though they're adversaries, they both need each other. Because they're both coming into this of a lesser status than we're used to seeing them. And I believe that they use each other to get to that place where we all you know connect with them we all know them from so tell us a little bit about yeah but uh you can you can go ahead and check out the full video yeah. yourself it's a dc all access bonus clip it'll be listed in our show notes but yeah a bun- it, it runs about three minutes long a bunch yeah. of different interviews with some of the cast members but we thought we'd throw it in there give it some some lip service yes all right so let's see here what do we have next the premiere at comic-con oh yes uh, they're going to be showing the pilot at comic-con so if you have a camera, go ahead and sneak it in for Yeah, and we would love uh, if anyone's there at Comic-Con and sees the pilot and they want to they wanna call, call in. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I'll go ahead and give that number right now. Where is it here? Yeah, our, our voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And if anyone gets to see the pilot, we'd love for you to call in and get your thoughts on it. And you could also email it to us. We'll give you that information here in just okay. a little bit. But yeah, it's going to be... Um, did they have an official time for um, it? Not when... As It'll a- be on Saturday, July 26th. They'll also be showing the Flash pilot and the Constantine pilot. Nope. Constantine footage. Oh, just footage? Just footage. Oh, and yeah, because I it's think... it's going to do the Arrow preview. Speaking of, we should, we should probably spend like a minute or two on it. We watched the Flash pilot at least. Oh, we did watch the Flash pilot. Yeah, and it was I really good. I liked it. I really... Seriously, up until a few years ago, I am the anti-comic book. 
Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, oh, that was a really good flash. No, it, it got it got a little <laughs> cheesy towards the end, but like in a bad to. way. But it, in a in a little bit of a bad way, I thought. But overall, it was really good. And I mean, Barry Allen Flash is supposed to be just a little cheesy anyway. It's on the CW. What do you expect? It is. It is. <laughs> I, I I just hope that they're not expecting me to watch Arrow because I've tried so many times and I can't I can't take that show. Sorry, if Arrow fans out there, but yeah, we support you, but we just don't watch it. Yeah, we still need to see the Constantine pilot, but I, I think they recast the main woman in it, so oh, they're really? going to be doing reshoots. Yeah, I just heard that over the past couple days oh, that came down. I know so, nothing about Constantine. So they might be reshooting the Constantine bi- pilot anyway. That's probably why it's mm-hmm. just footage. Yeah, he, he debut footage from it and a yeah. visit from the cast and creative team. Yeah, basically Constantine. If you're unaware, Anne Marie. Um, yeah, he, I he, he's he's basically a, a foul mouthed uh, British rude boy. Fantastic, de- I'm in detective who <laughs> who uh, ba- basically fights hell more or less. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you had me up until hell. Keanu Reeves played him in a movie a few years back. I knew that. I didn't watch it. But yeah, we're hoping we're hoping that Gotham pilot shows up somewhere after Comic Con or before. Uh, you know, if you're a Fox PR person and would like to send us a review copy, we, we won't would spread love... it. We'll just talk about it. Exactly. We're we probably going to spoil more about it now, ta- reviewing someone else's review than we would have if you had sent us That's the show. True. So That's just true. keep that in mind. Yes, because we love an early know, copy. Fox they, PR they, people. Fox PR people listen to our podcast. They do. Let me believe that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> They do. They do. My voice cracked a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. All right, let's see here. Okay, next up, we have another trailer here. Hero, all about uh, little Bruce Wayne. Yatta. My name's James Gordon. Okay, hold on. I'm going to go back and we're going to play that scream from young Bruce Wayne again. No, don't. Oh, okay. torture. Wait, wait. That's the sound of a young boy's world changing forever. It's horrible. Wait, wait. No! Lost everything he cared about. My name's James Stop Gordon. it. I'm a detective. What's your name? My name's Bruce Wayne. There is a city where destinies are created and legends be strong. However dark and scary the world might be right now. There will, the be stories begin. there will be light. Rose. You're gonna do it again. Stop it. Close the window. <laughs> Sorry. You tortured me. No, it, that's it, so painful to Oh hear. yeah, like if nothing else, he sold me on his ability to play young Bruce Wayne just from that scream. Oh uh, yeah. The the kid he he looks like a really good actor. Yeah. From the little bits we've seen, mm-hmm. I, th- I think we've got a good one here. Okay, and uh, so that's the last trailer. We have one more story, which is the Bleeding Cool review of the pilot. It is pretty spoilery. Very, this is a serious spoiler alert. This is the big red flag. If yeah. you don't really want to know yet, it's been nice talking to you. Thanks for joining but us. But then again, we are just spoiling the pilot. It's not like we're spoiling the entire season. We're still spoiling something. Yeah, so if you, if you want to buzz out, uh, we won't thanks judge for you. listening. We'll catch you next week. We'll be talking about something. <laughs> ne- I'm sorry, next week? Next week after Comic-Con. <gasps> I was like, Actually, what? next week. Two weeks. Two weeks? Two okay, weeks. two weeks until the Comic-Con episode yeah. where we get all sorts of new news and maybe we'll do some other stuff too. But bye. And then we're going to talk about this. Bye. Thanks okay, for stopping. Okay, so yeah, uh, Rich over at Bleeding Cool, with which uh, full disclosure – 
Disclosure. Disclosure. I did report uh, cover Dragon Con for Bleeding Cool for four, three, three years, four years, something four. like that. Remember, it was your senior year. Oh year. yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, so you know, full disclosure there. But he he has a really good write up and probably the most detailed write up I've seen on it. It's because he's actually seen it. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, so it, it's a. Uh, we, we, what was your impression of this going through it? Oh, um, I don't hold – hold on. Flashback to two days ago when I read <laughs> it. I don't know. I, 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 I'm encouraged. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Um, we see – well, of course, it's a pilot. You're going to see a little bit of everybody. Yeah. So well, – I, I, Rich – Oh, it, and then the one person that you were – Yeah. I, looks exactly like – who we think it's going to be. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get I know. there. Um, did you ask for my opinion? <laughs> Why well, don't want it? No, okay. <laughs> no but uh, Rich I said said it compares a lot to The Shield, which was very encouraging for me because I, I actually just watched The Shield, uh, the Michael Chiklis FX show, for the first time earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And a very good cop drama kind of faltered towards the end. I didn't like the end, the last season, the last episode in particular. But if that's the kind of tone we're going to have in this. I, it, it's very encouraging to me. And uh, something I know we had been hemming and hawing about whether to have cursing on this show or not, but I think if we're quoting <laughs> the actual episodes, uh, we can get away with... Basically, some... we're not going to be blatant about it, but if yeah. it happens, it happens. Yeah, but Rich, and li- Rich of, of course he does, leads with this line uh, from Harvey oh. Bullock from the pilot. <laughs> I haven't been ashamed since I was 12 and my mom caught me jacking off. So that's the kind of show we're getting here. Right, but even like his mm. very next line is, and that's where the jokes stop, folks, because it just gets all serious. Yeah, yeah. And uh, something that I thought was very worth pointing out. Yes. Okay, there's a, a scene set in Fish Mooney, Jada Pinkett Smith's uh, place, her club. Strip club. A strip club, and uh, there's a down on his luck stand-up comedian. Yes, which uh, if, if you people out there aren't aware, I the most the Joker has never had an official origin story, but any version of his origin that's been told generally starts out with him being a down on his luck stand-up comedian with a, like a wife and kid who turns to crime to try and fix his life or whatever, and we see. A down, a down on, on his, his luck, luck comedian right here. And uh, it, not only that, but uh, there's been some promotional stills released from later episodes. Oh, really? With the same down on his luck comedian. Why are those not in the document? Because I think I just saw them like this morning or oh, something. Okay. <laughs> like, I wasn't aware of that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it, it looks like this will probably be our Joker. Yeah, Either okay. that or, or he's a big red herring or a red hood, perhaps. Uh, comic fans will get that joke. Okay. You won't. Nope. Uh, ba- basically, the classic Joker origin story he's the down on his luck comedian gets mm-hmm. mixed up with some uh some gangsters goes to pull a job at a chemical factory mm-hmm. where they put him in a red hood okay. uh, with a big cape and everything like that and then batman knocks him into the vat of chemicals that turn him turns him into the joker gotcha so that that's what the red hood joke was about gotcha. but, does he do the pencil trick i i hope he does the pencil trick that would be nice <laughs> Yeah, and uh, let's see. There, there's uh, some other uh, cameos of some potential villains, like a scare, uh, Jonathan Crane Scarecrow. Um, let's see here. Yeah, he, he says uh, Alfred has a really good showing overall. He, he's very much a uh, very much a tough guy in this. He's not. Well, you know, he doesn't look King. very. But Master tough guy. Bruce, why did you leave for seven years? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, he doesn't look that tough. He really looks pretty. I don't know. I mean, I guess he looks a little tough. Well, he he looks the kind of tough that he doesn't need to look tough to be 
Yeah. As tough as he is. He he looks like the guy who'll just (laughs) – He'll he'll, he'll let you get it up in his face and threaten him and throw your judo kicks. And then when you're done, he'll He'll just tap you you on the back of the head with his cane and knock you out. Yeah. You know, sort of thing. Yeah. He he looks very um, Godfather-esque. Yeah. And I believe he's the son of uh, a Doctor Who, I believe. (gasps) So that's always – In case you didn't know, we're kind (laughs) of uh, Whovians too. Who – yeah. Really? <laughs> that, yeah, that was that was that just happened. That just happened. Yeah, and there were a couple last minute casting announcements here uh too. Nothing nothing too solid really, yeah. Though you did point out the one okay, um the two are uh Kyle Massey as Mackie, who's going to play an amused and neglected kid, and then Carol Kane as Gertrude Kapelputt. Which would be mm-hmm. Penguin's mom, but as you pointed out, that the last names are different. Yeah, it should be Cobblepot, which makes me think that maybe he changes his name. Yeah, he changed it either for like an immigration issue that always happens, you know, where someone has to change it. Yeah, that probably It'll, hasn't happened for many, many years. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying, you know, sometimes that happens. I'm or, thinking he or changed it, could it be, to save her. Yeah, to save her or something too. Because you know they never really want to mm-hmm. hurt the mama. Yeah, and uh, just to point out, if we didn't already, they did cast uh, Renee Montoya and Crispus Allen. Well, that, uh, they were in the um, like. Yes, yeah. yeah I was. I was just. Uh, if we hadn't mentioned it, it's uh, what Victoria Corta Gina and uh, Andrew Stewart, <laughs> Stewart Jones will be playing those. two You can characters. handle that name, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you it, tweeted with him too. I, I did. I did. I, I absolutely tweeted with Crispus Allen. Maybe we can get him on too. We, can we just, will. We will take anybody from. Gotham hey, if the ga- cast of Gotham wants to join us for an episode, we're okay with we, that. We'd be all right. I might need a volume, but yeah, we can do that. <laughs> But yeah, and past that, I, th- I think that's about all we have for now as far as news. But a but lot I mean, of news oh, wait, 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 wait. We do have one thing, and I don't know why I didn't put it in here. I think because it was just a picture. We have a premiere date. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What, what was the premiere date? September 22nd? September 22nd, I believe. September 22nd. I'm sorry. I'll it was double just check. a picture. We, we Facebooked it out. We tweeted it out. We put it everywhere. Uh, let's see here. It uh, September, September 22nd. 22nd. So Mondays coming Mon- Mondays on Fox. Mondays on Fox. I think <gasps> we're probably going to end up since we have the uh, Once Upon a Time podcast yeah. too. We'll probably end up shooting for Wednesdays. Yeah. For oh. for a release date. Oh, Wednesdays are going to be busy for me. Yeah. Walking Wednesdays. Yes, you might have to. It's my only to day of exercise. Walking Thursdays. Well, I'll have to see what our schedule does. <laughs> Gotta okay. get my exercise. All right. Well, uh, we'll, we'll go ahead here and uh, close up with some uh, listener feedback. We actually got a couple uh, this time. Uh, right. As always, you can send in your thoughts on casting announcements, on Batman, on the characters in general. I at uh, Our email is legendsofgotham at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. The Twitter is at legendsofgotham. The Facebook is facebook.com slash legendsofgotham. And as we mentioned earlier, the voicemail number, which we almost – Almost always play four two four two seven four two three five two. Again, that's four two four two seven four two three five two. Or you can email us an MP three or whatever uh, to the email address, like Wu did. Uh, take it away, Wu. Hey, AMD. Hey, Mix. Overall, the promos we've seen so far are really good. I like the performers that are going to be in the show. I like the characters that the, the showrunners have chosen. But there's one thing 
about the show that I really can't get a handle on why I'm feeling trepidations about it. Maybe it's because you're doing a Gotham show without Batman in it, and we've never seen a live-action version of something like this before. I think a lot of that will go... A lot of my preconceived notions will go away once I see the pilot. I have never told anybody this before, but I had a lot of preconceived notions about Once Upon a Time before I saw the pilot on Netflix and so much, and all those preconceived notions went away once I saw the pilot. I think that's going to be, like, the situation here. I'd like to hear... You guys' thoughts on this, especially Bill Meeks. I would love to see Kevin Conroy, Mark Hamill, the Batman and the Joker from the Batman the Animated Series, maybe some comic book writers and artists, Neil Adams, Danny O'Neill, Mark Wolfman, do some cameos. And what do you think about this um, Adam West being the mayor of Gotham City, just playing the same character that he plays on Family Guy? Talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. <laughs> that would be amazing. I know they would never do it, probably. Yeah. Like, I, I definitely, I would love to see some, some like really deep uh, Batman related cameos though. Like, I bet they could get it. Like cause... maybe have a Hamill on as like I don't know the Joker's dad or well, I mean... or if they do like a flash forward to Batman, have Kevin Conroy voicing them mm-hmm. from Batman the Animated Series. That would be neat. well the nice well, nice or the way that that's going to be kind of easy is it's a cop show. Mm-hmm. They've said it's a cop show. <clears throat> Every cop show we know has a bazillion guest stars for yeah. a one or two mm-hmm. uh, thing. Um, CSI, SVU, hello. Yeah. Um, and most people have been on both. So <laughs> there's, you know, there's always a good chance that somebody is going to can cross over or not cross over, but make their appearance, whether it's that ca- classic character that they're known for or somehow related to it, they can still be there. Yeah. I just hope, you know, if they do that, it's not going to be, uh, they're just going to put someone in as Jimmy on the street. If they have a cameo, it makes sense. Kind of, like Adam West has done a couple of really good cameos towards mm-hmm. this or guest appearances, I guess on the Batman, the animated series, he played a character called the Grey Ghost, mm-hmm. which was basically the Batman or the Sorry. Batman animated universe's uh, version of Batman from the '60s. Mm-hmm. And but he had retired and everything, and then he ends up getting involved oh. in a case with Batman. So he was like Batman's inspiration mm-hmm. to become Batman. Okay, and uh, then he had a similar role in a uh, the New Adventures of Zorro on the Family Channel back in the day, mm-hmm. where because. Uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but nope. in the original comics and stuff, the movie they were going, they were coming out of when his parents got shot was mm-hmm. the Mark of Zorro. Mm. So he got the inspiration for Batman in part from the movie, and so Adam West was on the Zorro show, Which, playing yeah. like his his mentor in science or something gotcha. along those lines. Gotcha. So you know, I just hope I just hope it fits if they do any cameos like that. And as far as uh, this being the first live action, I don't think this is actually the first live action Batman universe show mm-hmm. without batman in it well first of all uh, it's not the first batman universe live action show there was a show on uh well i think it was the wb when the, <laughs> it was on that had alfred in it uh called birds of prey i uh, people might be familiar with the comic it was basically like the girls of gotham uh black canary huntress Bat, okay. uh, Barbara Gr- Gordon Ur- Oracle um, and then Alfred mm-hmm. and uh, it, it was okay it, 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 if it's on the CW or the WB <laughs> it can only be okay it was that kind of show for yeah. sure I, I, I'll i just say Gotham looks way better <laughs> but, <laughs> okay well we have a letter here you want to go ahead and yeah I'll read okay excuse me hold on. 
Pardon me. Um, okay, this is from Michael Lucero. Now, granted, it's from way back in May 8th, but, you know, a letter's a letter. <laughs> Dear Bill and Anne-Marie, I've never heard of Gotham until you mentioned it on your other podcast. And being a fan of yours, as well as a comics fan, though nowhere as much as Bill apparently is, I immediately <laughs> wanted to learn about both Gotham the Show and Legends of Gotham. Where do these people get the impression I'm a fan of comic books? Hmm, I have no idea. I Let me just pull out random facts out of my... <laughs> um, <laughs> I hope I- Alfred becomes the outsider. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Woo! Um, I've always been more of a Marvel than DC fan, but of course you can't argue that Batman is one of the better and certainly one of the most atmospheric superheroes out there. I mostly know Batman more through the animated series than through comics. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I loved about the show was the art deco architecture slash clothing styles they used, yet modern technological developments. I wondered how much of that, if any, will translate into the new show. I have a feeling that the uh, like the the sets Mm -hmm. will have that kind of aesthetic to them. But they're uh, they're shooting a lot of this out on the streets in New York City. So, you know, I think they're probably going to be limited to the actual architecture within the city. Yeah, but the there's still – it's New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they actually, can be – they can go up a block and it looks mm-hmm. like they went back 30 years. Actually, my friend Rachel White, who lives in New York City, mm-hmm. uh, they were shooting right outside <gasps> of her right. office. Uh, if you go back on uh, the Legends of Gotham Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, we actually tweeted out a pic of uh, Bullock and Gordon's trailers. That's so cool. <laughs> um, okay. Another Batman show I loved, though it's probably – of little to no relevance to Gotham was Batman Beyond, which is pretty much the opposite of Gotham since it takes place when Bruce is an old man and serving in an Alfred role to a new Batman. It might either be a fun alternative perspective for Anne-Marie to experience a new side of Batman mythos Mm -hmm. or an endless source of confusion. Probably that. Um, But I just thought I'd mention it. No, I could definitely see us uh, doing Return of the Joker, not just... uh well, I mean, Commissioner Gordon is the main character, but his da- daughter Barbara is, and it would just just give you another view of that dynamic. Yeah. And uh, I well, I don't. I guess if they had Robin in the show, he'd have to be a baby, so they probably won't be bringing Robin into it. But Return of the Joker is probably the best Batman Beyond ever got. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, like uh, Michael said here, it's an older Bruce Wayne with a new younger Batman. It's basically if a retired Batman decided to train Spider Man. Is how I've always thought of Batman Awkward. Beyond. So, um, and to wrap up, so far I would give the first two episodes of Legends of Gotham twelve out of thirteen point seven overly dramatic trailer sound. <laughs> Can't wait to listen to the new podcast continues to develop. Okay, and uh, in case you didn't know, sorry, point of context, we rate each episode Mm -hmm. on a very arbitrary scale. So I I can see that. Oh, that's translating. Yeah, that's coming over. I have to be able to rate, you know, something out of seven penguin fishes penguin fishes or fish moony earrings or something Mm -hmm. crazy dead parents oh (laughs) (laughs) i I wish i had a hold on hold on hold on you're gonna have to make that into a thing yeah if we have a soundboard that scream will be on (laughs) for sure we should have a soundboard going why don't we have a soundboard i don't know we've never done that Next, would you like me to read Bobby Hawker? You got this. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I'll read it. Okay, okay. <laughs> this one's uh, from Bobby Hawk. And uh, first of all, uh, back on May fifteenth, uh, he mentioned <laughs> on our Facebook that Ben McKenzie voiced Batman in year, Batman Year One. Yes, I don't know why nobody mentioned that before, including him. Yeah, I, it just hadn't occurred to me, right? Or, uh, um, you know, Ben McKenzie mm-hmm. in an interview. Yeah how how is that not rel- how does that mm-hmm. not come up at all? Anyway. 
But I so I uh, then more recently he posted over to our Facebook and says, uh, "When news of Gotham first broke, it was one good thing after another. Great premise, awesome, awesome cast, plenty of potential. But once I read Donald Logue talk about set design, that sounded pretty much that sounded pretty much like Batman the animated series. I was mm-hmm. hooked. So I guess yeah. In answer to Michael's question, Bobby's jumped in here. As always, I love when our fans can answer each other. Yeah, exactly when they don't know about <laughs> they each other. I was hooked. Then they started adding villain after villain. Uh, Wasn't it the introduction of Batman that created crazy-ass villains like the Riddler (laughs) and Poison Ivy? I can't help but feel that they've already jumped the gun before the series has started. Yeah, basically what he's saying here is that the the villains are so crazy and out there and costuming and weird Mm -hmm. because they're a response to Batman being so crazy and out there and costuming and weird. But I don't think... Well, so far they're not costuming. Yeah, that's what what I was thinking too is that doesn't... Maybe that's when they finally turn the corner when Batman shows up. Right. This is just the disturbed people. This is disturbed people. Before they decided to theme themselves out. There were two I would give costuming right now. Catwoman. Because of the goggles. It's all the goggles and the leather Mm -hmm. jacket. Um, And I actually would say Fish Mooney in a way. Yeah. Because of her very shiny dresses, Mm -hmm. if you want to call them dresses. She's definitely the most stylized character. Right. But being a character that's created specifically for the show, she kind of has to be. Mm -hmm. Because they have to make her – they have – and she seems to be very important. Yeah. Um, which makes sense because she's made for the show. Um, so it they have to make her a little more over the top. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So, ta-da. Okay, and Bobby finishes up. Uh, don't get me wrong. I'm a comic book geek, so I'm sure I'll, I'll be tuning in each week. But I can't help but feel a little apprehensive. What are your thoughts on the matter? We just gave them to you, Bobby. <laughs> Weren't you listening, Bobby? Bobby, listen. <laughs> and uh, if you want to send in uh, some thoughts so we can yell at you, you can email us. <laughs> if you would Gotham. like to be abused on a podcast, please call here. You can email us legendsofgotham at gmail.com. The Twitter is at legendsofgotham. Facebook is facebook.com slash legendsofgotham. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. And you can find all of that information at legendsofgotham gotham.com as well uh well i guess that'll be about it until our comic-con episode in a couple weeks so in about two three weeks yeah and you know i guess it probably depends on the news maybe we'll try and finally do batman year one for for that episode too okay so maybe people will actually send in their thoughts on batman year one this okay time. send on thoughts on B- batman maybe if, if we, we had we gotten get... one or two letters we would have been a little quicker to release episode number two y'all you just yelled. I did y'all. We, I'm gotta, that upset. We, we need to get you out of Georgia. I know. <laughs> we need you out of Georgia stat. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, if you want to send in your thoughts on Batman Year One, it'll be a whole lot more likely. We'll, no, we'll actually do it. We need to know interest. But we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Uh, so, Amory, where can people find you online? You could find me on the Twitters at AMD Simone. <laughs> I also have a cooking DIY, you know, general interest blog at crunchycrafty.com. Excellent. And uh, as for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. Uh, Google Plus is google.com slash plus Bill Meeks. And as I mentioned earlier, 
I write superhero books, uh, which mm-hmm. you might be interested in being fans of Batman at all. Coming out with a new one uh, in about two weeks, right before Comic-Con. Perfect. Uh, called Dog Boy Demon's Dare. It's a fun... Uh, you just really had to focus on that because he didn't change the name of the book until like, until, I don't know, three weeks like, ago. Yeah, something like that. And he like still that. calls it the wrong thing half but the time. But it, it's a fun metaphysical supernatural adventure set in an, in an, an abandoned amusement park. amusement park. Yeah, so... For a little of bit of fun there. Let's all take a ride. <laughs> And, and yeah, you'll see a lot of evil clowns, which, you know, Batman fans, evil we clowns. We know those evil clowns. Yeah, they, they love the evil clowns. And you can check all that out. Uh, watch for updates at dogboyadventures.com for that. Uh, so, yeah, I guess that's about it. How do we wrap these up? I'm trying to remember how we close them. I just wanted I'm going to make go... something up on the spot, I think. Okay. I, I, I think people should join us next time for more Legends of Gotham. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs>